Hi, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Whether you're in your car, listening on your phone, or skiving off at work, perhaps you might even be out geocaching. I am Adam. I am the geocaching guy, and I'd like to take you, your friends, and your family on an adventure with me. Be that through my YouTube channel or this podcast. Stay tuned as we go on an adventure. on an adventure and that adventure is going to be geocaching we're not quite sure where it's going to take us what we're going to discover or where we will see but what i do hope is that we're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to create some memories that last a lifetime growing up there were lots of places that we've probably been to with friends and family that stick with us and part of geocaching is taking people to discover new places learn about the history of the place maybe an interesting view but it's a good walk some exercise it's good clean healthy fun and more importantly it's a single penny so what i want to do as a geocaching guy is i want to encourage people to do more geocaching i want to make sure that they can do it safely responsibly and make sure that they get the best out of it so over the course of however many episodes of this podcast there's going to be I want to share with you what I've learned, but perhaps introduce you as well to other geocachers so that you can understand much more about the geocaching community. So buckle down, get a pen and paper, and let's see where we go. Hi, I'm Adam from UK Cashbag. Some people know me as the geocaching guy. I thought I would share a little video with you just to give you an idea of what I've been up to why geocaching is important and if you've never done any geocaching then firstly why not but secondly what can I do to help you your friends your family get into the geocaching world the geocaching community here in the UK is about 120,000 active geocachers in 2019 that's dropped off a little bit this year obviously for circumstances out of our control but as restrictions are coming in and we're allowed to start going out and about again we're allowed to start also mixing with friends and family then maybe geocaching could be a really good thing to help with your physical health your mental health and it helps you get outside of the classroom so if you are homeschooling and your kids have gone a bit stir crazy and you're beginning to lose your rag with them maybe it's time to have a look at geocaching now geocaching can be done all over the world there's about three million plus things that you can go out and look for it's a gps treasure hunt back in the day you used to have an expensive gps device but most modern smartphones now have got the ability to do this for free so the first thing you need to do is to go and download an app which is a geocaching app so just type in geocaching and that's g-e-o-c-a-c-h-i-n-g type geocaching into your various search engines for your app stores be it apple be it google 
and go and have a look at that. So, do you, once you've done that, you also need an account with, hello, I've been joined by somebody's dog. Hello, somebody's dog. Sorry about that. That's, that's all right. So, well, we're, we're, where was I? So, geocaching, as I say, you, you need to create a free account at um, Groundspeak, which is the, the the main geocaching resource site in, in, in the world, and that's geocaching.com. If you go to there, create a free user account. Over the, the course of more videos and more podcasts, I will share with you the... The, the premium account that you, you may choose to opt for. It's about £20 a year, but you know, while you're first getting started, until you've decided that geocaching is something that's right for you and your family, then there's no need to, to do with that for start. So that, your first project is to go and get yourself signed up at geocaching.com. And uh, once you've done that, pop in if you're already a geocacher or if you're a new geocacher once you've done it share with us your username and then we can see how everybody is doing so once you, you you've done that you, you can go in you can search for geocaches in a certain area and I will do a series of videos <coughs> showing you how to do that so I've got a plane going over now so one of the benefits of trying to do this is that you get the wonders of life interacting with us as well. So we've seen a dog, well I've seen a dog, it was just out of camera shot, and we've now heard the plane. So I, I could be sat at home behind a desk recording these podcasts, but no, I wanted to get out and into nature. So this is the woods near me in, in Coventry. It's only a couple of minutes walk from home, so I come up here most days for a bit of peace and quiet, some thinking time. And there's a pond I've, I've found, but there's, there's some other stuff I do about the, the pond, that, that's not geocaching related. So, come up here, I've got a, a little zoom recorder, just to try and take the audio from this video as well. So, geocaching, GPS treasure hunt, helps you go off and find all sorts of hidden containers all over the world. They could be, you know, just in your local park, in your local woodland, that they don't have to be far from home at all. They could be the size of a little fingernail. They could be the size of a Tupperware lunchbox. They could be an old military ammunition canister. The shapes and sizes vary. It could be something that looks like a snail that's got a little container inside a snail. It could be a 35mm film canister for those of us that are old enough to remember those. A little plastic pot that you used to have your, your, your camera film in. So geocaches come in all shapes and sizes. This week I found um, a, quite a large wooden geocache and it was a somebody had built a little church and that was for a, a, a geocache not far from Atherston, in uh, almost in the middle of the UK, and that had got it, it's what they call a multi-cache. So the set of coordinates that you give and take you to a specific point, you then have to get some information, and maybe then go on to another place to get some more information. And then once you've got all the bits and pieces together, you do some fancy mathematics, and you put them into a 
an equation and that gives you the final coordinates the longitude and latitude now these coordinates they took me out into the middle of a wood not too dissimilar from where I am today but in the middle of that wood not far from Baddersley Enzor there was an old abandoned churchyard there used to be a church there many many years ago the church is long gone but some of the gravestones some of the graves still stand it's all overgrown now with a lot of ivy and bramble and nettles but you go around there and there are these gravestones from like the 1800s some of them are, are quite ornate some of them are quite bland but it's interesting to go and learn about the people that were there that used to be in the village reading the inscriptions so geocaching not only is it a sense of adventure taking off on little journeys into the unknown it's a way to learn a lot more about the history and the people and the places all around us and you know while you're doing this it gives you things to talk about you can talk about an abandoned graveyard you can talk about an abandoned military bunker you can talk about waterfalls you can talk about ponds and all of these give us memories that are going to last a lifetime it'll give us places in common with other geocachers it'll give us things to talk about with your friend and your family if you want something nice and happy to put on social media take photos of where you've been out geocaching yeah much more interesting than seeing what you've had for, for dinner or you know, maybe the work you're doing in your, your garden go out show people real life show them real places geocaching really really is an adventure um, you'll have to excuse me talking into the microphone uh, if I take take this and you see where I've been sat so I've been sat on that log and I'll just give you a, a bit of a, a turnaround for those of you that are listening on a podcast this probably isn't going to make much difference but if you go and have a look at my YouTube channel or some of the embedded videos on my website which is the geocaching guy .co.uk you'll see what we've got so as I go for a bit of a walk up through here be careful not to, to trip over now geocaching you know a lot of people think it's the plastic boxes or, or whatever the, the container is that we're trying to find but there's the old saying that the journey is perhaps more important than the destination so one of the things you'll find when you're geocaching is you start to notice things around you. So as I go further into the woods now, in front of me we've got quite a large clearing. There's a blackbird on the on the tree there that you can see. You can see that they've made quite a nice big sort of den area. They've sort of put in some wooden sort of fences and things to box an area off. So had I not come up here to do this, had I not come up here to go geocaching, I wouldn't have seen that amazing little place. So I'm going to walk on a little bit further. I don't know if I put the... Uh, microphone down on the floor to record the audio 
but at, you know, literally next to where we've just been, that some of the locals have been up here, I'm hoping with their, with their kids, and they've put up some bunting. There's all sorts of little bits and pieces down here, and they've turned into like a little fairy glen. Amazing what is, is happening. People are wanting to get outside, they're doing these sort of things. Many, many years ago, we would grow up and we would go and play in the woods or in the fields. We'd go and play in the local ponds and streams. We didn't care about the state of the world. We didn't worry about mobile phones and social media. It would be go out, come back when it's dark or come back when it's dusk. Don't cross over such and such a main road. But other than that, go where you want. But we would go off and we would go exploring. And we would have our own little adventures. So we'll go back out into the sun. So I'm going to take you to another little spot now. So the GPS, if I was having a GPS, pretend this is a GPS, it would give me a, a bearing and a little line to try and follow and I would perhaps walk a few hundred feet, five, six hundred feet, 0.1 of a mile, 528 feet. Oh, I don't know if you heard that, there was a, a woodpecker just then. But as we walk along, I'll see if I can turn this around and take you on the journey. So up in these woods, there's a, a nice little pond. So I'm gonna take you to the pond. What have we got now? 430 feet. Now, I know that there's a pond there because that's where I was earlier on. But normally when you're out geocaching, you don't quite know where you're gonna go. You might have a rough idea, depending on what app you use, or maybe you have still got a GPS unit, you might get, you might get an Ordnance Survey style map. So we've come to a turning. I could either go left, straight on, or right. So I'm going to go down the right path because we all like to take the right path in life. We never necessarily know what the right path is until we've got to the end of it or part way through when we see a, a familiar sign or something that reassures us that our decision was right. So <clears throat> playing outdoors, geocaching, it helps build a natural sense of direction. We get to play around with risk and danger. It's like, oh, can, can I jump that ditch? Can I dump, jump over that pond or the stream? Will that branch take my weight if I climb that tree? We learn so much through being outside in nature. That's why so many of the schools now are doing forest schooling. They're doing learn outside of the classroom. 
and you know we would come along and we would see berries and we might you know pinch some berries strawberries raspberries we would see fruits that we would scrump just going to pop that down a moment because carrying it on on the tripod is getting a little bit it's hurting my hand like a big wuss so i need to get a cushioned grip so <clears throat> on we go so yeah we, we would you know maybe scrump some apples we would get to know where the best place was to go and find the bramble go home maybe make a pie oh I don't know if you can see this but down there is a great big bee hopefully you can see the bee it might have been very dark I don't know how much light there would have been down there so I'm wandering around in the woods and I've come out here with a rough idea of what I'm going to talk about. I haven't necessarily come out with an agenda as such. So we've got some more people coming this way. So I'm going to respect some social distancing and just move back in into the woods for a little while. I'm sort of in between two paths, so let me just pop that down and see which way they're going to go. So, I've got this little zoom recorder that I'm using to try and record the, the thing today. So, we'll carry on. I, I do have a fancy handheld gimbal, which is a lot lighter and a lot easier to move than a selfie stick. We're gonna carry on walking around. Hopefully that siren wasn't for a man lost in the woods. So geocaching starts making you think so much more about the environment and nature. And I've recently signed up for a, a thing with Usborne Books so I can get a load more information about wildlife and nature. Things that you know we we probably should have known you know what are the different birds what are the different newts tadpoles you know a lot of people myself included have forgotten the things that we learned at school many many years ago so i don't know how this is going to work as a podcast it might be a bit of a inane rambling but one of the things you won't get on the podcast is to watch out for branches. So even though you're out walking, you've still got to be aware of the surroundings and the dangers around you. So you don't want to come along here and then trip over. So here, if you can see it is a, is a pond that I only found about or I only came to know about through some of the local you know, groups that I'm involved with, some geocaching groups, you find amazing locations. So I've actually been up here with some, some tools, done a bit of work, 
tried to let some light into it cut back some of the trees and branches but there's a whole range of places that geocaching is going to take you to could be ponds it could be churches could be railway stations it could just be to most people nothing but the more you do the more you get to appreciate nature wildlife and the beauty in the places all around us anyway i'm going to stop rabbiting on i'm going to try and keep these to about 15 20 minutes because we've all got busy lives to lead so thanks for listening watching and until the next time stay safe explore find more